should be our intro, and then you cut it, and we're like, okay. You know, guys, we you can guys. start right now. <laughs> we should start now. Yeah, just do it now before I stop talking. So, so what do you get when you have a vegan, a former Sunday school teacher, and a beautiful model? I don't know what. This podcast. What? Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Sacramento Media Center. This is John Christensen. I am the working manager. I open the door in the morning and close it at night sometimes. And with me is my super ninja... Talent of everything, business partner, associate, best friend, this person who's my best sounding board. April Potter. Yes. And with us also is Phil Moore. Well, hello. Hello, Phil. I feel like we've done this before. You know, in another alternate universe. It's like Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Day. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. But yet, you haven't been in this building for quite a while. No, I haven't. Yeah, but you got to come in today, and it was awesome. And Phil works with us on a lot of projects. We've been working together for, gosh, how many years? At least before I came on board with you guys, it was. It's, 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 been, it's been quite a while. Yeah, at least a decade. It's been yeah. Phil's, yep. Phil's been my director <laughs> of photography. Yep, not getting any older. Yeah. And editor, and mm-hmm. uh, well, actually, you also give me great advice on computers. What we should invest in. Yes, and overall nerd gear consultant. Nerd gear consultant. Yep. And uh, Phil number says, one, John, stop buying things from Pro Aim. Well, you know, it's cheap, you know, it breaks in the first It usually goes months. like this. You say, hey, should I buy this? I say, nope. nope. <laughs> and then you're like, look what I just got. Yep. Uh, not really. Not really. <laughs> so why'd you ask? You, you, you also, He's an asshole. <laughs> an asshole. Oh, that's good. Wow. You guys are cruel. I love but you. are right, though. <laughs> you're, you're, you're basically asking me because you already bought it. Already and you don't want to hear my just answer. You just want me to say, oh, yeah, good job. And it's a phone call, not an in-person, because he doesn't want you to see the face <laughs> yeah, he made. Yeah, exactly. I want you to say, oh, I can't wait to use that. And, of course, it breaks in six months. You know? Exactly. But then again, you're As soon as me. you put it in my hand. Yeah, you put Hey, that's true. One time I sent you a link for something that was too large to fit in your van. So, Well, it was. I screw up, too. And, and now I was going to say, you send me links all the time. John, get this. And I do. And there's a lot of Amazon links and or B&H, mm-hmm. which is a good, great resource. And, yeah. Just got that magazine in the mail. Yes, the B&H I catalog just came out. I looked at it last night out. like it was my yep. porn. I was like, I what think is people, this? I think, you, you know, for in the day of web, B&H still does the catalog. But why not? Because people still like this. I love well, the I'll tell you, and when I forget it. my phone and I'm taking a dump. <laughs> I've still got a B&H catalog in my bathroom, so it, it gets me through those dark times where I don't have my phone. You're doing a and you're happy, so B&H. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Sorry. term TMI doesn't exist here, which no. is fine. <laughs> no. All right, now that we're done with our now morning, with morning conversations. Know, conversations. I mean, the sad part is yeah. you could edit this entire thing out. We yeah. can, but it was just fun. I'm not. Good. Let's, let's let our listeners hear good, the real Good, dirty. good, good. Yeah. Because this is an important topic. It is very important it topic. Is. It's the it stuff is. that no one wants to talk about, but everyone mm. thinks about. Uh-huh. Like, like right now, I'm yeah. you're, you're, I'm you're, turtling. Are you turtling there? <laughs> are, are you gripping? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, today we're talking what? Today we're Post- talking about post-production. Yeah. Because both Phil and I, even though we're good shooters, and in fact, we're both photographers, videographers, lighting guys. I'm a pretty terrible photographer. I'm not going to lie. Well, let's talk I videography. Think. At least uh, for DP, director of photography. We're really good oh, okay. at that. Yeah, we do yeah. that well. And uh, But... Majority of the work is is now post production, and even if you shoot for half a day, you're maybe editing your project for two or three days. So it's it's always post production seems to take more time in any output. that it does. Yes, but Phil, what is your go to program you use when you post production? I've always been a Premiere guy. I used to get made fun of for being a Premiere person, and now it seems to kind of be dominating. Everybody was gung ho for Final Cut, and you know. 
then Apple decided to come out with Final Cut 10 or X, whatever you fanboys want to call it, and they kind of got dethroned. They, they lost a lot of users. They simplified it, and it was almost like iMovie Pro. Yeah. But everybody knows this stuff already, so... Well, Adobe also. I don't. I'm the newbie Mm -hmm. on the post production, Mm -hmm. so that's why I look to you guys. I'm sitting here. That's why I'm a little bit more quiet to you guys. Is these two that I'm sitting next to have so much experience in post production? Unfortunately, and that's why I'm over here going, "Yeah, I'm the new one on the post production." And these two, I get to sit in. Well, Phil, not so much, but John, I watch in on Mm -hmm. his editing and his style. But he got me started on Premiere Pro as well. So Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I can talk about because I really don't know any other platform to edit off of. You were able to at least not go through different software. Right. Uh, it was always neck and neck. One does a little better than the other. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and for a while there, and this is several years ago now, at least 10, that uh, it was a, a toss-up which software you're using. And mm-hmm. then sometimes you'd be graded, oh, what kind of software are you, are you using Final Cut Pro? Are you using Avid? Avid, yeah. Avid, which is a whole Avid was other. huge at NAB. It's they very had, huge. Like, a they really had a huge big... booth there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, they're still using the same design. They've made updates and upgrades. And uh, now Blackmagic is getting into editing uh, with Evolve. I think it's Evolve. Resolve. Resolve. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Resolve. Mm-hmm. I'm proponent for Sony Vegas, even though Sony Yeah, Vegas. I'm glad I didn't have to bring it up. You're a Vegas guy. I am a Vegas guy. <laughs> uh, I like it because when I'm out in the field, I can do a really quick sim- assemblage with Vegas. And I still like using Vegas for when it comes to audio. They had very time. fantastic uh, audio time stretching algorithms. Yes, they did. <laughs> They do. <laughs> but it's kind of a different approach when you do that, uh, when you use Vegas and Premiere. But you go with what you're comfortable with. You go with what gives you the output you need. And I mean, really, it's you go what you're the fastest at. I mean, absolutely. that's that's the Speed's main thing. Speed's the key nowadays. Time is money. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, and I'm an old dog here. I used to, in my first editing work, was, you know, three-quarter inch. and But that was the, tr- the technology of the day, and mm-hmm. we were doing all kinds of great stuff. I never cut film. I had an opportunity, but I never got into film editing. And when you consider film editing and linear editing, and linear editing is when you're using tape and you're backing it up and you do your first mm-hmm. first scene and your second scene and third scene. And if you had to change your first scene again on videotape, you had to start all over again. Yep. Start from yeah. scratch. Start from scratch. That sucks. Non-linear editing is what we are doing with today's software. And even though we have all the tools in the world, if the more you, more options you are allowed, the more time it's going to take. And True. For your, for, and if it's a long form or a short form, uh, you still have to go for those quick shortcuts, know those shortcut keys, and make those things come together. That's always the hardest part is learning those dang shortcut keys. <sighs> yeah. But, Phil, do you feel that these quick keys that we learn, do you think that's something we do enough that it becomes rote? Absolutely, yeah. It's muscle memory. Muscle memory, yeah. And so the and more you do, the, the faster you get. So I do, you know, music production and stuff too. And sometimes it screws me up because I use Premiere and it has a different set of shortcuts than when I make music in uh, Cubase. So I'll be trying to zoom in with, you know, <laughs> G and H in Premiere. And it's like, I'm just Oops, screwing up my perfect. timeline. <laughs> when I'm like, no, I'm just trying to zoom. <laughs> That's all funny. You're better at it. The more you do, the better And if you, you get. don't know anything, pick something and... Try it out. Well, you know, <laughs> you know, because yeah, download DaVinci. Download, download DaVinci. Download it's Resolve. Free. Resolve the and free just, version. And, yeah, and just get yourself started there. We, uh, getting started can also be a hassle. Yeah, it's daunting sometimes. Daunting, very daunting. Daunting. Especially. Well, and that's on. where I'm at is the getting started because I'm the newbie in the room. Um, so I've got a couple edits that I'm in the middle of. One is a long form, and another is mm-hmm. a short form. So for someone like me who 
is getting clients and, you know, is building a business but isn't a fast editor and doesn't know the short codes or any of those things, what would you gentlemen say is a good way to get started or to increase, you know, the speed through it? Because I've got a, a good flow and being, you know, the the shooter of, you know, the, the person behind the camera doing all the filming. You can tell I know, a story. I already know what I'm looking yeah. at and I've already I'm already versed on that. But then to, like, make it fast in post-production is where I have a hard time still and not the most confidence on getting it done quickly. So how would you what, – what are um, some suggestions or that you would say for me to get started you, or anyone ooh, I've else? i got a good one. Yeah. Source it out to somebody else for, for cheaper. <laughs> than it's, than it's <laughs> Boom, problem solved. what if solved. that's not the case and you can't – that's <laughs> not part of it? Because <laughs> I do yeah. – that is, like, literally part of the goal is to have someone else kind of help out on that so I can keep moving forward. You ask a very good question because we all still face it. Okay, you got this material, you got this idea, you know it's in your head, how am I going to tell the story or on paper. Right. But how do you get a good start and, and especially if, you know, just it's it's confusing. Um, I first would say know your footage and go through it. And if, you te- if it takes time, just go through all the footage, put on the timeline, use the razor tool, uh, and then cut out the really good scenes you know you got that you have. It's knowing your inventory. And when he's saying that, he's saying, "Yeah, watch all of your footage." So you might actually have five hours of footage because yep. you use multiple cameras. Yep. You do mm-hmm. need to go. Th- <laughs> and there's advantage when that. you shoot it. When you shoot, right. you kind of remember. Oh yeah, this was this was this the time camera had this. Or I left the camera on or something like that. And right. then, you know, when you're first starting out, you get it, you get the hang of it eventually. But yeah, you need to know your footage. That's my first suggestion. What do you think, Phil? What would be another? I mean, I think that's huge. And the unfortunate part is sometimes watching all the footage is, it's tedious, it's mind-numbing, mm-hmm. and I, I hate doing it, especially when it's stuff I didn't shoot. Mm, even worse. Because I'm like, oh, God, I have no frame of reference, so I don't know what shot's coming next. I don't know if this shooter is going to hold a shot out long enough, you know. Mm-hmm. That, that's always very frustrating for me. Which I've been the shooter that has not done that, and John has had to go through my footage and been like, April. And I'm like, what? We do a pen. And so there are certain, like, I've had those (laughs) issues of, A, it didn't complete what would have been helpful for the editor. Mm -hmm. Um, So now I've got a better grasp on that. So And you become a better shooter when you edit your material. Yeah, because because I used to do it too. I used to be like, oh, got enough, click. And then, especially on some of the older, like, camcorders, when you would hit, you know, the stop button. It would seem to lose mm-hmm. some time before you hit stop. You know? So I put your hands in your pocket when you're filming. <laughs> yeah. Don't touch the button. Don't, don't touch the buttons. Let yeah. it. But then don't don't overshoot right. too, because that's another issue. That's an, it's, anyway, it's a happy okay. meeting between the two. Yeah. So point number two: keep your timeline organized. Keep your real estate on your screen to something that's accessible for you and make it try to fit everything correctly if, if it can fit if you right. have two screens fit, fit that up right. and I've seen you do that you yeah that's how I that. have it and yeah. you and I we have our different we, what, it's called your workspace I guess in Adobe right. and you can mm-hmm. build what it looks like for you so I have mm-hmm. mine set up how is good for me in mine the way I like it and I've seen that you have yours set up very different but your timeline, where you wake your workspace, is what you like. There's mm-hmm. no right or wrong. Yeah, absolutely. You think about it, there, and it really is. And so, don't worry about that. Right. If it's comfortable for you, stick with that. If you want to adjust and build up later, then right. that's when you do that. So, yeah, be confident with that. You're fine. Just make it organized so it's something that you can always rely on. Because if you confuse yourself, it's all bad. And I've and done that lost. where I've literally been you like, I don't know what I just did, and mm-hmm. where did my stuff go? Mm-hmm. Okay. I would say the next one would be keeping up an open mind. You may have a story you want to tell, but you know what? You may find something else that tells a different story or a better story. 
Yeah, sometimes just grabbing like random parts of an interview mm-hmm. where you're like, oh, I know I like this part, but I think this should come later. And sometimes just throw it in out of order and you can be surprised and be like, oh, I think I just stumbled on something. And then you're almost not telling a new story, but you're getting to the point of that story via like a different pacing and route. Interesting. Yeah, and I agree with that. Sometimes just like mix it up and throw things around, you know, put the puzzle piece in the wrong spot. Yeah. So we do all of this, but then how do we speed up the process as well? Because we don't want to take, you know, oh, well. you've got people that are, <laughs> you know, waiting to true. for their product to be delivered so that they can continue their business. That's true. Because that's and what we do. It, the, the thing is, you got to stick with what you know and okay. build up. And I would always say learn by rote. Do it enough where it's muscle memory and just know your fastest way to get. Uh, start simple. Make something simple. And then throw that out and start it again and try to find out what's a quicker way of doing it. But get to a point where it's automatic for you. And I don't think there's, like, shortcuts to a lot of this stuff. A lot of this stuff is just doing it over and over again and succeeding sometimes and then failing. Like, that's honestly the only way you get better at anything, right? I mean, or faster to my other thought is because I guess you tend to not – practice the craft unless you really got a job or a reason to do it, you know, because you, yeah. you're trying to film stuff. So do you recommend doing some sort of editing on a daily basis or a few times a week that's maybe not necessarily attached to a job that you're being paid for, Absolutely. but so you can get your... I mean, but before I did this stuff for money, mm-hmm. I did it for fun. Yeah. So that's when I learned, like, okay. not the right way and the wrong way, but the way that worked for me and the ways that didn't work for me, you know, the things that were fast, the things that were slow. It's like reading a book, how to do something, and then actually doing it or learning how to do it yourself. You'll learn faster when yeah. you do it yourself. Yeah, do and, thirty yeah. garbage videos yeah. before you make a good one, and then like, oh, oh, I learned a lot from those thirty trashy videos, right. you know. And then you get your muscle memory from that. So okay. absolutely, yeah. Okay. And the more more time you spend on it, the the better you get. I mean, it's just like writing a song or anything creative, really. Like you just have to practice it. Yeah, and practicing is not always fun. That's true. Another thing too, you got to recognize what you have. Good material is. Much easier to work with. Yes, garbage in, garbage out. Garbage. You can polish a turd, <laughs> polish kind a turd, of. You can't polish turd. it. You can like, you can like put some shiny edges on a turd, but like, it's still. If it's a bad interview, it's gonna be it's just a bad, bad interview. interview. If like, it's a you bad angle, bad bad focus, bad audio, it, yeah. and audio is huge. And audio yeah. for me has been you got to make sure they're laughing because I've had a couple snafus where it's like you. Well, yeah, what, one of the most important things with audio is make sure that um, you record it. That's that's a really big one. Mm-hmm. Check yourself because it ain't always correct. <laughs> you're, you're right. And then you have to turn something out really fast. And yes. you, if you can get at least decent footage and when you're putting it together, simplify your story. Simplify is just cuts. Don't worry about dissolves okay. uh, and uh, stuff like that. Just keep the requirements simple and not worry about it. And a good example, let's say you block everything out, you got your material, you want to tell your story, line all the cuts up before you put the addition stuff to it, like text and everything yep, else. absolutely, yeah, because you can get bogged down in the details, like, oh, I better put a lower thirds for this person. No, screw that. Do that at do, the end, because you may end, not even right. use that person. You, you may change that out. Yep. So, I do that yeah. as well. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. probably your coaching on that. It's just really... Mm-hmm. Taking the time to go through the process, like, did you lay it out right? Now, how mm-hmm. was audio? Now, mm-hmm. did you do the color correcting and do that? Mm-hmm. So do it in layers later. so you're that's not yeah. overwhelmed because mm-hmm. it's easy to get overwhelmed. Yeah. And, again, when I deliver to clients, I say, here's a draft. Mm-hmm. Send me notes. In fact, we we could talk about how having clients sitting with you. I mean, both Phil and I hate it. 
uh, unless they know what they're doing. <laughs> I've had it happen a few times yeah. where I've had people that just they want to sit by. So, like, we'll say the music video style, like, mm-hmm. but those were live, you know, audio and people really like to sit in and see. And when you're working with an artist, mm-hmm. they like to be part of their artwork in a very different way. Where I've seen business people, like someone that owns like a restaurant or something of that nature, they don't tend to want to sit in. They're like, just, just do your thing. Yep. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Don't make me look dumb. That's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas, like with musicians too, not only are you worried about their performance looking good, they're worried about things like, oh, I didn't like the fact that my eyes were closing that spot. Right. You know. And I this mean, is coming. But Phil is a musician. I am and, and performer uh, as well. I've as made behind. quite a few music videos for bands I've been in. Guess who's barely in the video? <laughs> me, <laughs> because I'm the number one person who doesn't want to see myself on film. I'm like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't like how my eyebrow was raised there. I don't. Oh, my lips were pursed in a strange way. Why am I biting my cheek? This is really strange. You know, you know how I'll solve this. You don't put yourself in. I just won't be in it. Whoops. <laughs> so funny. Like I said, it goes back to okay. the editor has the power to change everything in the final product. The only thing that has changed with like clients sitting in over your shoulder now is now that we have cell phones and everything, mm. a lot of the times they're totally distracted and not paying attention to you as much totally. anymore. I, well, so that is that is one thing that I mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thankful for. Because <laughs> they'll they'll be on their phones doing their email or they bring their laptops that we do in my studio and then I'm working on it and they'll they'll look up let me know when you have something show me and they go back to their yeah. That's fine. So it, it has gotten I don't mind the company. Better. That's okay. Yeah. It has gotten better. But there's times where they don't understand the process. The worst thing you want is some, so so why'd you do that? I mean, I mean, and they don't understand. I just moved the, that clip aside. But why don't I want to save that clip? Okay, please hold on. <laughs> right. You're like, I did not ship it off to China. It is still here in the country. We are fine. We are fine. Uh, but I think you have to find your groove. Okay. And we all are different. Phil's different. I'm different. You're uh-huh. different. Um, you and I have worked together a lot, and we w- watch each other edit at the same time in two different – on the same table. Right. But but you'll see me get up, and I'll go out and I'll get myself a cup of coffee, and I'll go out and sit on uh, on the loading dock and just right. watch the trains go by. I'm just recouping. I'm just getting myself away from the screen to come back with fresh eyes, and that's really a value for me. If it gets to a point where you're doing, 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 and nothing's coming through, some people may call it rider's block or loop, mm-hmm. going through loop. Mm-hmm. That's when you kind of have to, like, slip away and or throw it out and do it again. Okay. Phil and I were just talking about uh, you got a really good scene, and you don't want to get rid of good scenes. But you yeah. do a nice little first-minute piece, and you watch it over and over, but you don't know where to go next. So you watch it over and over and over again. Yep, yep. I I like that idea to watch it over again, but then I always try not to do it too much because if I do yeah. it too much, then it gets ingrained and becomes I'll never always see it one way for the rest of my life, even if I don't True. see this thing for yep. 10 years. I'll always see it the and same that, way. That's something I struggle with too because I will spend generally more time than I would ever charge for on mm-hmm. an edit. Mm-hmm. And so I'm very happy usually by the time I send it off to a client and I've watched it so many times and I've spent so much time color correcting it and getting the audio perfect <laughs> that it's like, for me, that's the edit. And then sometimes it works out and they're like, perfect, no notes. Actually, a lot of the times it works out that way. But yeah. uh, <laughs> but when it doesn't, it's like, yeah. I never like the, the final product after right. that. You lose your objectivity when you watch it Correct. too, too much. Now, and again. And that's, that's something I need to work on. Like, yeah. This is when you're watching 90 times. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. For, some, for me, I would say that's my limit. <laughs> uh, and it, I'm at about 530. It, there you go. See? But those, that's a very good question. And you're not alone because we all still struggle with that today. I mean, I'll start somewhere and say, oh, what do I do with this? And I, oh, for yeah. sure. Do you ever like lose steam and you're like, I just don't want to finish it, but I yeah, have every to. time I edit. Okay, that's when you have to. It's, so don't, it's don't not freak fun. Out. The don't only fun part it. for me is, I mean, other than getting the check for a job well done <laughs> or adequately done, depending on the right. outcome. Um, the completed job. <laughs> the best part is when it's signed off on, and I can watch it back again, like a couple months later, and be like, "Oh, that was kind of a decent edit." Mm-hmm. Okay, but I don't, I don't enjoy editing. I'm, I'm, I will not lie about that. I it's, do not like it. It's a tedious process. Yeah. Not anyone can do it. Uh, this can do it really well. And it sucks that I'm halfway decent at it because yep. <laughs> I could have done something completely different with my life. But here I am. Here you are. <laughs> Sorry. And you're right. You, it's a love-hate. Um, mm-hmm. It's tedious as all get out. Mm-hmm. And I, I've actually had people who start off with me once learning and then they can't stand the first hour and then they leave because it's just you know all that – Together. And this is well, it's learning a new it's language. Just, if you're not prepared yeah. to open your mind up to literally learning a new language, yes, again, it will be very rough. Open your mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, what other things on post production should we be aware of, or do you think is a pertinent um, topic to maybe talk about? An editor may not be pleased with the final product. There's always one more little thing you can do. Well, that's that's everything. It's artists the same way. I, if I could just do one more little paint stroke. And, oh, and, yeah, and I you, mean, you just have to let it go. But I uh, think it's smart to see where your material goes to. Let's say it goes to YouTube or let's say it goes to a TV station. It's good to take a look at that, see how it's being used. Mm-hmm. Not just to say, hey, I can pat myself on the back, even though you should. But how does it work on that format? Mm-hmm. And if I see something, oh, we need to correct that. And I've actually seen that where I've done something and I realize, okay, they're showing this on a very small screen and we yep. got tiny, tiny yep. text there. Yep. We got to fix this because, and, and that's the other thing. Mm-hmm. Know where your product's going. And sometimes Absolutely, they don't. Sometimes your client doesn't even know or, yeah, or, or yeah, understand. Yeah. They just think that it's able to be used across all platforms yeah. no matter what. Yeah. yeah. So you're like, well, this just like how they make friends. aspect <laughs> ratio is four by three <laughs> and this is widescreen. <laughs> Those two things don't really get along. I get that all the time. And I think another thing, too, that editors kind of learn, uh, they know they've done a good job when they have people who have never seen it before watch it, and then you ask them, well, how long do you think that video was? you think it was too long or too short? And when they don't even know, I don't, I don't know, how, how long was that, three minutes, and it was an eight-minute show? Yeah. You've done yeah, well. That, that is actually, that's, <laughs> that, well. that is a good feeling. Yeah. It's a very good feeling when people get engaged. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it, it doesn't happen a lot, and you know it's the same thing with writing a song, you know? Mm-hmm. People are always into it for the first, like, minute and a half. They're like, right. oh, this is cool. Where's it going? Right. But then by the time you get to that last chorus, <laughs> when you <laughs> see people kind of, like, they're looking around, looking at your ceiling, like, whoa, I never noticed that Phil's ceiling had popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know. Your song's got some didn't, Maybe you didn't need to hear that last chorus again. You know? That's right. It's an art. It's a process. My 30, 40 years of editing, even from back linear days, it was my first videos were like, I was very nervous. Would someone want to watch this? Is this okay? Am I, is this where a cut goes? Or, you know, but it's the confidence. Mm-hmm. And it's also 
when you do a project from the beginning, you know there's a lot of work to do, and then you finally finish it, there is an accomplished feeling you get with that, that your next job's easier. And so much growth that happens uh, in the whole time that you're like, I don't even know how to tell you what I went through personally on mm-hmm. this project, but uh, I grew. Yep, <laughs> yep. But there is, a, yeah, and, 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 and the best way to end this in a really bright note, uh, it's not for everybody, but those who do it, no. I, I, I can't wait for the next job. But that's why I like doing TV commercials because they're short little epics. In oh, for sure. A week. <laughs> I love yeah. short things. But, you know, I'd rather do a even a minute-long video yeah. than an hour-and-a-half-long documentary because that is basically torture. Yeah, and it's going to take you a year to finish it probably. Oh, but sometimes you don't get a year, John. Well, and then it's our deadlines. Right. Just got to hope for the best. Yeah. So, Phil, it's awesome having you here. Thank you for coming and joining our Episode four. Episode four. Yes. Sorry, all. Editing's boring. Sorry we talked about it for a long time. <laughs> right. This Is this like a support group we got here? This was total support. I think I love it, yeah. Just, what if we're the only three assholes that hate editing? Yeah. Never and everybody, everybody all saying, else loves it. What's wrong with these guys? What's wrong with these people? That's true. <laughs> we feel your pain. <laughs> this is the Sacramento Media Center podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to know more about what we do, uh, come see us at sacmediacenter.com on our website or visit April at pearlproductions.com. And Phil, do you have a, a, a web presence? Yeah, hit me up at www.phillyblunt.org. Is that for real? No. Not even remotely. Well, try it anyway, folks. You never know. <laughs>